Light Warrior Radio, where our intention is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's prosperity, radiant health, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, best-selling author of Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And in case you're not already on my subscriber mailing list, uh, you can get a free Light Warrior Empowerment Package just by going to Light Warrior Support. Dot com And also check us out on Facebook. I have a private Facebook group where you can ask for support. It's Light Warrior Network. Okay, so today I'm interviewing one of my mentors, Jen Oliver. She is the best, international best-selling author of The Love Fit Mama Way, Transforming the Core of Motherhood. She has two little kids that are so adorable. And uh, here's a woman who, you know, is really... Um, I really resonate with her on many levels because, like me, she is so full of fire, so full of passion and love, I, I felt like I instantly connected with her. And I met her through the Wellness Leadership Academy. And uh, not that long ago, Jen was you know sitting in the seat where I was sitting, you know, looking at, um, you know, transforming how she can, you know, change uh, the world around her as a fitness trainer. Um, you know, she was seeing, you know, a few clients every month and, um wasn't really making the impact that she really wanted to. And then now, fast forward, you know, just a few years later, not even a few, I think, now she's a best-selling author. She's, uh, you know, had a TEDx talk, which is so totally cool, and transforming hundreds and thousands of women's lives with her book. And also, you know, I, I think it's really cool is that because she's a mom, because she's gone through it, because she's gone through the hard stuff with the pain, with the dysfunction, that she can really speak to all these moms that don't really have anybody to talk to. I mean, yes, they can go to their doctors, but a lot of times, i got to tell you, you know, being a medical doctor, um, we really didn't learn a lot of the stuff, and definitely not in the way that Jen can support people. We just uh, say, okay, do go home and do some Kegels, you know, and uh, that'll help your core, and uh, that's about it, you know, or go to PT or something like that. But P- these women don't feel empowered when that happens. So enter Jen, uh, Jen Oliver, with her program. And so she's going to chat with us today uh, about the Love Fit Mama way, how it's based on love. So those of you that are into energy healing, spiritual healing, this will do just be right up your alley because uh, it's not all about exercise. It's not all about Kegels. It's not even about Kegels, really. Um, and how important it is that motherhood is this incredible opportunity to step into your true self, your true center, in uh, a beautiful way to get back to to you and then be that blossoming, amazing, loving parent that you've always wanted to be and want to be there for your children so they then can also be empowered and happy, et cetera, you know, when when they grow up. So um, let me see here if I got Jen's number. I believe I believe this is you. I don't have anybody's hands up. But by the way, if you want to call in, ask Jen live a question, the number to call is 818-514-1190, and just hit one on your dial pad so I know your hand's up. <laughs> Again, uh, 818-514-1190, hit one so we know your hand is up. And also, I just opened up the chat, so if you are online and not on the call uh, you know, through the phone, uh, if you're international like so many of my folks are, you can definitely, I'm just opening it up now, you can definitely uh, say hi in the chat and also ask some questions in the chat. Now, just so you know, some folks are like, hey, I'm commenting on the page. I can't really see the comments during the show. So if you open up the chat instead, though, I can see your questions 
and comments in the chat. So that is open right now. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. All right. So welcome, Jen, to the show. Yay! Thank you, Dr. Karen, for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. And, uh, oh, my gosh, you have, I mean, tell me, how, how long has it been since you were sitting in that seat, you know, seeing, uh, you know, a handful of clients a month, and then now you're making this international impact on mamas all over the world. So what, what's that time frame like? It's been about four years. Yep. Wow. Which has flown wow. by, Amazing. which is crazy. I, you know, and I started when my kids were one and three with this facet oh of Fit Mama. Before that, yeah, before that, I was running a business, but I was doing it very part time. And I was also doing, like you said, personal training and I was doing boutique and private fitness. So I was very part time doing that, hanging out with my babies. They were one and three at the time. And then I decided to start Fit Mama. And it was, yeah, a bigger undertaking than one would expect. <laughs> it was like having a third baby to take care of. <laughs> well, yeah, your your book is like your third baby, or maybe your fourth or fifth, depending how you look at it. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, well, and I was very fortunate because I had had ideas for a book for a very long time. Mm. And so with four years, you know, there's no typical framework or time frame, but it's one of those things that when you have planted seeds years, years, years in the making, I mean, I really looked for mentors and coaches online to do what I'm doing now, write a book, speak globally, do my TEDx, do all the stuff that I wanted to do. I had been looking for a mentor for over seven years at the time that I had met mine. And that was four years ago. So it was 11 years ago that I started a podcast. I started doing private coaching. I still had people going, you're too young. No one's going to listen to you. Why are you bothering? Go get a job. <laughs> All the time I got that. And I was like, oh, good point. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I would, I would, you know, not stand my ground so often because I really didn't know what I was doing. And I was young and I thought, oh my God, but I just had this knowing that I was meant to make an impact and I just didn't know how yet. I used to always joke and I said, my job hasn't been invented yet. And I was trying to follow traditional things. And I'm sure you know that path. Well, yeah. trying to follow what my parents wanted for me and what I thought was expected of me. And I went to a prestigious university and I enjoyed school, but I truly did not feel like there was a path that I felt like I was going to love and I just didn't want to do something for a job. I wanted to help people. Well, you are, you know, much further ahead than so many other people who do get locked into that. I hate to say it, brainwashing, <laughs> brainwashing from society. Well, you have to go to school and then you have to get a good job and that's how you, mm. you know, earn mm -hmm. lots of money and security and you'll feel good, you know, but that doesn't really, I mean, that's not reality these days. People change jobs all the well, time just because not. you have a university and degree. I think you're work. right. No, and it's not the same model as it was. And I think those who are adapting to the change and getting on board, learning the new language of technology and relationships online does make a positive impact on how many connections you can make, how many people you can make a direct impact on their lives through technology today and through the fact that we have a phone attached to our end of our arm pretty much all the time, which is both a benefit and a curse, right? Yes. <laughs> well, I love your Instagram posts, especially your, uh, you know, your Instagram stories, which thanks to you, I know, know exists. <laughs> yeah, 
They are so cute. Because it is a fun way to connect. Yeah, it's such a fun way to connect with people all around the world by sharing your journey, interacting, asking questions, watching their Insta stories, and really getting to know people. It's amazing how well you can feel like you know people that you've never met in person. So true. So true. Yeah. And uh, speaking of journey, I know that this – at least as far as, you know, the stuff you're you know, talk, talking about in the book, um, the core, uh, you've had some mm-hmm. trouble. I mean, you've had some physical issues. So if you don't mind, you know, kind of going back in time and sharing a little bit about your journey, that would be wonderful. Yes, absolutely. I love sharing my journey. And though it is painful to share and it was painful to go through, we all can attest to the fact that sometimes the worst pains end up being our greatest uh, teachers and and mine surely came in the form of back pain and once I had babies mm. I didn't really understand the core even as a trainer even as someone who had been in athletics and had trained hundreds of people by the time I had my own babies I was very stuck in a traditional model speaking of traditional models which I don't say is bad or good it I was very much you know understanding of the superficial muscles, how to work, how to work in an athletic sense, but I didn't really understand the depth of the deep inner core, specifically the muscles of the pelvic floor, the diaphragm, our breathing muscle, how they interact and work synergistically with something called the transversus abdominis. And we think very much superficially when we think about getting our abs back and, you know, people are right. saying, oh, I was feeling pain and I started doing crunches, trying to get my flat abs and it's all kind of bad. I have a, a, a very popular YouTube video called hashtag no crunches for postpartum because <laughs> it's one of those things where actually it causes more problems and pain mm-hmm. and issues in the deep mm-hmm. core than it causes flat abs or benefits to your appearance. So it's educating on that, which you know, as you said, is one of those things that we're not really taught. I wasn't taught it as a trainer and your core is necessary. You know, I really just didn't know it. And once I hurt my own back by, A, having back pain for years after I had my kids, well, one and a half after my youngest, but my oldest was three, three and a half by this point, and I had never really known not back pain. I just thought I needed to lift more weights or just get stronger in my core, do more crunches or whatever I thought I needed to do, but something didn't feel right. And it was only once I investigated further and Unfortunately, through my investigations, I ended up injuring myself and then was really in trouble. But unfortunately, the depths of my despair brought me to learning things that I think I otherwise would not have investigated as deeply, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I really learned it from uh, a first-person perspective. So when when you said that part of your investigation, you got... You know, you're trying different things out. Is that why you felt you got more injured? So I had gone to see a practitioner who had recommended to me to use an SI joint belt because my SI joint was very painful and I was very, mm. you know, feeling a lot of pain in that area. So bending was tight, hurting, a lot of things. And I was breastfeeding at the time. So I remember bending a lot, taking my baby, putting her into bed, picking her up a lot of bending, a lot of lifting. And I truly, my deep core wasn't functioning properly and no one had ever really asked me about it or checked it or seen or, or really just, you know, even opened up that area. So once I started investigating, I was simultaneously trying to figure out a solution to my own. And in my impatience, instead of trying to rehab myself and work on rehabilitating, 
I actually went and used this SI joint belt to support my back and learned within 12 hours of wearing this belt that I got an injury really, really badly. So I had actually pushed out part of my uh, vertebrae and pinched a nerve and had a lot of pain. I had fainted. I was ended up in the hospital twice in one week and I really, really hurt myself. So that was a big wake up call. Um, not only to understand the core better so I could help no one else have this type of injury or, or the other injuries that are related to the core weakness or dysfunction of postpartum, such as incontinence, which is quite common. It's so common we think it's normal. And pelvic <laughs> prolapses are also so common nowadays because people go back to doing things like CrossFit, running. Uh, you know, people love to... Ooh show off on Instagram that they did a half marathon when their baby's three months old. And it's actually just very, very harmful to the deep inner core. And these women end up with injuries that really, really bring them to their knees as I did with my own back injuries. So it was a, it was a tough lesson, but now it's a huge passion of mine to create awareness around this and really educate on the very simple anatomy and physiology that helps you understand. So in a video that I have online, that no crunches one, it gives you very simple understanding of the anatomy and, and physiology, which is the function and how to rehab it. So you don't have these injuries. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, yeah. uh, I, cause I, cause honestly, I mean, I, I've seen the SI joint belts and I thought, eh, I don't know if yep. I'll do anything, you know, like, but, but, so I never tried one that I, I didn't imagine that someone could potentially get injured, that it could be harmful for someone. So that's an eye opener. You know what? I didn't either. And I, unfortunately, yes, I had to learn the hard way. Cause I, my, I was not warned about this. I never thought about it myself. I was very strong at the time too. I lifted a lot of weights and I really squeezed that thing hard. And then I kept lifting my kids. I kept walking that day. I walked a lot mm. and it pushed something up. Plus I was still breastfeeding, like I said. So I had relaxin in my system and it was very, oh, uh, yeah, it was something it's, yeah, it's still, you know, it's still, fires within me certain moves that I make or certain ways that I bend and it still makes me conscious of you know breathing correctly because that's really where I found most of my reprieve I basically had to learn how to breathe again without pain which still comes back and forth some days Mm, mm, I see wow Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, maybe you can share with us some, maybe some stats or, you know, something that you know as far as, like, you know, how common this is. Like, um, like you know, do most moms have to be yeah. concerned about their core? Yes, and that's a great question because the truth is, is yes. Nowadays, as we know more about things, specifically something called diastasis recti, which we kind of know as a separation of the superficial abs down the midline of a woman's belly. And so what happens is, is this thinning of this piece of fascia called the linea alba, which gives this appearance of a separation in the abs. And this happens to almost 100% of women by the end of their Mm. third trimester. And more likely if they are shorter in stature and they have less space, because as those babies grow, it's really an adaptation that our bellies create, which is spreading that linea alba thinly so that we can fit the growing baby. So it's brilliance of our bodies and also not that convenient when you want to go and be really highly functional in your core right after you have the baby, right? So what we know is globally, many, many cultures, India, uh, China, France, many cultures around many parts of the world, Africa, they 
take time. They take time to rest postpartum. They take time to, you know, maybe they're out in the field, they have their baby, and then they rest or they're taken care of. Someone cooks for them. In Korea, they're taken care of in great ways for 30 days (laughs) up to 90 days and more. Yes. I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that. I didn't think about that. In our Western culture, it's not like that. And we're like, who can I entertain on the day that I had my baby? I'll show them I can make them dinner and run around up the stairs. And now I'm really, really, uh, you know, I'm always doing the PSA for the pelvic floor. And it's like, okay, I say stay flat for five which is five days at a minimum, 10 or more days if you can, of not going upstairs once you have your baby. Because for the pelvic floor, this is an important time, specifically the first eight weeks, that the pelvic floor and the deep inner core are naturally rehabilitating their cells themselves. And they are just getting stronger and working properly again. So if you put pressure on them by running all around, lifting heavy things, bearing down, reading your phone while you're sitting on the toilet, the pressure on the pelvic floor <laughs> leads to injuries that last a lifetime. You know, you know, you've done it. You might know. You might be laughing out there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and my squatty potty. Uh, <laughs> that's too much information probably for the people out there. Yeah, well, that's that definitely new information for, you know, most doctors, I would say for sure, because we just are really, you know, I have to say impressed, you know, if a woman can do all these things. I know from Chinese medicine that you're right, like a lot of times in the ancient cultures, um, the you know, the recovering, um, you know, woman would, would be fed like sacred foods and they would be like kind of waited on. And, you know, I used, I did used to tell my, my patients as your job, if you're breastfeeding, your job is to breastfeed. So don't do anything else. Yes. Great. <laughs> Let everybody do everything great. else that you can, you know, uh, but well, the whole lying down you know thing, what? not it's doing so stairs and everything all that. Big impact. I did it with the transition of my first to my second. I really did heed my own needs and I realized that I needed that break time. I needed to rest. And, you know, my postpartum bleeding was half the time as with my first. Mm-hmm. You know, I recovered much faster. I felt much better. And, and, you know, that comes from experience, but it also comes from just accepting that this is a phase of your life and you don't need to go back and re- and pretend it's just a blip on the radar. It's a big transition. And if we don't fight the old and we just embrace this new, it's a beautiful thing and it's a beautiful time. And this is what the book is really a message and an ode to, hey, let's transform the core of motherhood by building back up this foundation as we sort of, you know, grew our baby inside. Mm, oh, that's that's beautiful. And and then what about the women who, for example, they're like, oh, well, I did all the wrong things. <laughs> so now, <Yes. laughs> now what do I do? You know, now how do I even, you know, what kind of symptoms might they have? How do they know that they, you know, need some help and rehab um, and what to do? Yeah. So, you know what? One thing I always say, Dr. Karen, is that it's never too late. So no feelings of woe is me and I'm never going to do it and it's never, you know I'm too far gone. It's never the case. And no matter how old your kids are, I mean, I had one of my clients I worked with last year. She was 76 and her son is in his 50s oh. or something. And, you know, it's never too late. She had some 
incontinence. She had some dysfunction in her core. She struggled with anxiety. I do a lot of breathing techniques that help with that. And really, it's about coming back within your body, reacquainting, reconnecting with the core of who you are, what you feel is important, what things you value and why you live your life in a certain way, and a lot of introspection and mindfulness. And these things, it's never too late for, as you know. Wow. That is awesome. 70-something. Oh, yay. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. It all begins with breathing and reconnecting because it's just a disconnection of the deep core. The muscles work in a way that they coordinate. And when you have all the pressure of baby growing inside, the coordination just changes. So the actual neural pathway changes and so you have to retrain the brain and the body to work in a certain way and once you do that you've healed it and you can do this at any point in time oh that is really cool now now i've never had uh you know i was pregnant for about i think they said about 10 weeks before my first and only miscarriage and then wasn't able to get pregnant again and uh, it wasn't that we were planning to get pregnant it just kind of happened um but I wow. think that uh, I had maybe endometriosis, or I never really, you know, did mm-hmm. the surgery to, to double-check that. But given the history, given my symptoms, it probably was that. So definitely the um, that uh, you were talking about the pelvic floor, it's like on the one side, it's uneven. You know, the uterus is mm-hmm. tilted a little bit, it's uneven. And mm-hmm. definitely it affects all sorts of things, like you know, some pain sometimes or athletics or, you know, that kind of thing. And then I have to be so conscious of the core. And when you're talking about transverses of dominus, you know, as I can, you know, I've kind of trained myself to like isolate that a little bit just to feel like it contracting. And I can Mm -hmm. definitely feel like on that, (laughs) on that one side, it's just not as strong as the other side. So what about women that have not had babies? Yes, and you know what, whether you have or haven't, you have a pelvis floor, you have a deep inner core, and these things can become dysfunctional at any point in time. If you've done a lot of athletics, and I'm glad that you brought that up, if you've done a lot of gymnastics, trampolining, jumping, dancing, a lot of these can actually create weakness and core dysfunction. And sometimes we think, oh, I'm not tight enough, or it's, it's loose down there, or I need to tighten and Kegels, but it's not the case. It's actually that sometimes it could be too tight, and right. it needs a more thorough and longer range of motion so that you can really hit all aspects of the muscle, because it is a muscle, and it's that muscle that's holding up all of our organs. So it's so important, but because we can't see it, we forget about it. So it's really about connecting with that and being able to close your eyes and connect with your deep core, you know, with understanding that, yeah, it takes some time to feel it sometimes. And even if you haven't had a baby, I do recommend everyone going to see a pelvic floor physiotherapist, which is a physiotherapist who has trained in extensively into the deep core, specifically around the pelvic floor. And they really help with things like pain, if it's pelvic pain, hip pain, painful sex, painful periods, any kind of pelvic issues. They help with rehabilitation post-C-section, 
all kinds of really great things. I myself had a really a lot of misalignments in my pelvis. They helped me a lot. Um, incontinence, if you're leaking, peeing, jumping around, doing things. I taught a lot of fitness, and a lot of older women are peeing. And it's not just about getting a surgery, getting a bladder suspension one, two, three more times. It's about really just rehabilitating from the deep inner core. Mm, oh, nice. That's great. We we kind of lucked out. We actually have somebody not that far from us uh, that I recently found out about, and she was able to help one of my patients uh, get rid of the need to take uh, bladder medicine. So that was totally cool. Amazing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that awareness mm-hmm. is is, mm-hmm. is really neat. Now, in your book, um, you have a lot of uh, exercises in here. Can you maybe, you know, maybe mention one that might be globally helpful or a little bit of it? Yes. So it's funny that you say that I have exercises because actually one of the the major ones that I teach and the one that I love to teach because it makes the most impact. So if you're going to do one, it would be this one. Uh, I actually have called it a quote unquote inner size instead of exercise because it really targets that deep inner core and it allows you to build that connection between the brain and those muscles of the deep inner core. And at first, when you do it, sometimes you don't feel it, but the more you practice it, the more you will feel the muscles actually kick in and work. And often it's just about that disconnection to reconnection that helps. And so this inner size I call the pearl pull-ups. And the reason being is that I really educate on the fact that when you're doing Kegels and, you know, often we're prescribed these as women wanting to strengthen our pelvic floor or whatever the case may be, postpartum or not, um, a Kegel often is a squeezing motion, or at least that's how people are taught. And what I teach with pull-ups, I really teach about range of motion and how when you can imagine the deep inner core, specifically the pelvic floor, imagine it flat and like a sling holding up all your organs if you're standing up and it's holding up inside your pelvis. You imagine it going up and down as you breathe up and down. So I have the instructions in the book, and I also have a download I can send to you so you can kind of post it because it's an easy download to listen to me teaching this. And I just take you through connecting to the deep inner core, feeling the pelvic floor, imagining it relaxing as you inhale, then imagining yourself picking up a pearl, very gently pulling it up towards your navel inside. And this allows you to connect that deep inner core and make it really functional again. And that tends to really help with things like strength but also posture, incontinence. It helps with a lot of digestive issues. It helps a lot of different stuff, especially the feeling of a flat tummy. And it helps with uh, connecting back and rehabbing after when you have a diastasis recti postpartum. So it's sort of the first line of defense. And that's why I call it the inner side. You do it even before you get to the exercise. Mm, Neat. Very neat. And so this is really that tuning that, in words. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not looking for this like, oh, my abs are contracting, you know, <laughs> or something even harder. Not at it all. sounds and feels very gentle. It almost feels, Dr. Karen, like you're sitting on the toilet and you're peeing and then you're just stopping your stream of pee. 
So you gently squeeze. You don't have to squeeze like you're lifting a 10-ton brick. You just have to cognitively feel your pelvic floor gently contracting together and squeezing that off. Once you know that gentle feeling, that's the gentle feeling with which you pick up that pearl and pull it up and in and then gently place it back down and relax. And through this deep, full, long inhale and exhale, you're able to really connect with that. And that soon becomes very functional to the point where it does it on its own. You don't have to be thinking about it. And the pelvic floor and the deep core works as an anticipatory muscle group. So when you're bending over and picking up your baby, picking up a basket, picking up the groceries, you are anticipating that movement with your deep inner core functionally. So it protects your back. It protects your incontinence. You're not peeing, leaking. You're not worrying about a prolapse popping out of your vagina, which is when one of your organs pops out. It's very, very dangerous and painful. So we want to prevent this. And this all begins with, yeah, reconnecting and breathing correctly to have a dysfunctional to functional core. Mm, Okay. That's interesting. Well, you know, the the whole breathing thing is very interesting because I've been, uh, you know, mm-hmm. listening to different people that uh, are very good with, um, like, the Deanna Hansen block therapy and then Isa Herrera with her uh, pelvic pain relief program, and everyone's talking about the importance of breathing. And you're like, breathing? Well, you know, totally. what's so big about breathing? <laughs> but but oh, it is I'm writing my next book about it, Dr. Karen. I know. I hear wow. you. It's the next thing it's it's the key thing that's the key it's almost like I wrote the love fit mama way transforming the core of motherhood as a replica almost or sort of as a um an homage to the way the Tao. and this is the love fit mama way and it's just a new way for us to think feel and act and be towards motherhood and just seeing it in a different way and then the second book or what I'm researching right now is just all simply that. It's about breathing. It's about breathing back your body. That's the one thing I hear most is, I want my body back. I can't wait to get my body back. And, you know, one thing I always say is, where did your body go? It's still here, right? Just reconnecting to it. <laughs> but it's about breathing. It's, it's the best thing. I mean, you know, not only about the benefits to the nervous system alone, and someone who's feeling postpartum anxiety, postpartum depression, anyone who needs to just take a chill pill in 2018 needs to know that breathing <laughs> is connected to their vagus nerve, which calms that nervous system, Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be neat. So, uh, are you are you sharing the title of the book, or have you decided? I am not sharing all the details yet, but it's 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 around the concept of breathing back in your body. And I've been doing a lot of different lines of research, so it's very all encompassing. And again, anatomy and physiology, and also the mind body aspect. So it's very exciting. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Well, that's kind of exciting. I mean, <laughs> very. even haven't mm-hmm. had uh, children or haven't born children to, uh, you know, nine months and the whole bit, um, definitely still interested in getting bodies back. What I mean, I hear that all the time, too, on, on my end, like yeah. the folks that I work with. And the thing is, it hasn't gone and... anywhere. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah. And they just want to feel it again. They want to feel it again, right? Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it's uh, it's almost challenging, like when you've got this protuberant abdomen, you know, <laughs> to go, okay, what was it? What was it 
like? What did it feel like when I didn't have it? You know, and then trying to embody that is 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 a little challenging sometimes. Like remembering what it was like. It's very before. difficult. Yes, I agree. Because our brain it adapts. This is the new way. One of the things yeah. I always talk about is the fact that I made such big mistakes when I was pregnant that became lifelong habits. Right? It's like. You, you're growing this baby, you change your posture, you breathe differently, you don't use your core as much because there's a baby growing inside, and these things become lifelong ways of being. Your glutes don't fire anymore, nothing works the same way, and you don't know it, and you're busy keeping babies alive, so until they're 20 or 30, you're like, what, me, my body, did it work, did it not work? I don't know, I'm peeing everywhere, who knows? Okay, it's kind of a good time. Like, you don't know, <laughs> it's just too much, Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, well, and that's one of the questions that people have are like, okay, how am I going to have, how am I going to have time for all this? I mean, I mean, obviously, before they read your book. I mean, like, how would you answer that? How do I have time for all this? You know, that's one of my favorite things to answer, and I've been answering that since literally the dawn of time now, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> when we implement things, especially preventive care, it usually requires a little effort. And I actually studied when I did my master's the concept of willpower or self-regulation. And it's very interesting how this concept of willpower or self-control, self-regulation, is very interconnected with our emotions. And I've found that a factor bigger than time or thinking or perceiving a lack of time is our emotions, is our connection to ourselves. And if we feel good, we feel inspired to take care of ourselves or, or take care of our families or broaden and build, so to speak, as in we're living vibrantly and we're, you know, in a high frequency that leads us to choosing better behaviors. And when we choose better behaviors, it doesn't matter our time or lack thereof. We're choosing the behaviors that really reflect the person we want to be. And when we see that person and can embody it, even if we've never been it before, we can imagine how it would be. Or we look to someone and vicariously imagine, well, they can do it. Dr. Karen does these great things. I can do it too, right? And you inspire then it allows people to have a role model. And I feel our responsibility as practitioners, as leaders, is to inspire through role modeling and realizing that it's not about a lack of time. It's just if you're inspired to make change, you'll make change. And when you get that fire under your butt, you're going to do it. And I really encourage Fit Mamas to understand and connect with that feeling that they have when they're about to do something for themselves. They're about to start a new diet or start up at the gym or do something really exciting and taking care of themselves. There is that positive emotional energy behind it that we can harness any time of day. It doesn't matter how much time or energy we practically have. Mm, so true. I, I could agree more. Um, sometimes our mm-hmm. sometimes we, people can get into that stress mode and the anxiety comes up and the emotions come up and it kind of blocks our divine inspiration. And then we're like, we just mm-hmm. feel like this time crunch and then we can't take care of ourselves. Whereas, you know, taking care of, and you talk about this in your book, you know, taking care of that emotional peace, then there's that sense of just an almost natural wanting to take care of ourselves like it it it, time doesn't seem to be a factor anymore it's weird you know like no no 24 hours but you're right yeah 
Yeah, we all have that same time, but it, it, you're right. We do perceive it as differently. And, you know, I talked about this in my TEDx talk, which you mentioned, how to love yourself to the core. And I talk about this specific thing, saying the word thank you. And these have helped me in so many times uh, because that gratitude that you feel and that positive emotion that spurs on from saying those words, thank you, you know, directed at nobody or anyone specifically or someone you're with or your kids or the universe or God or whoever, it puts you in a different mindset. And when I was working, you know, you mentioned I'm doing a lot and I had all these things. Well, it was a lot. And when I had young kids and they're still young, five and seven now, you know, they require a lot of attention. I want to give them a lot of attention. And I don't want to be working all the time or constantly editing my book or researching or, you know, missing out on my family growing up. But we all have those same 24 hours. And I think once we realize that we can prioritize and we can enjoy each moment as we go and say thank you for what we do have. So instead of me waking up in the morning at 4 a.m. alert and going, I have to do all these things today, I'm not going to have enough time and I want to see my kids and I want this and that and I get into this spiral, which is so natural for anyone these days because we're all inundated, it just allows me to switch that language when I start thank you and I go, thank you, thank you for this day, thank you for my kids and their health, thank you. And it just starts to, it's almost like taking a big deep breath over and over that allows me to ground again into the reality of I can only accomplish so much today. What's my one priority? Who do I want to be with? And who do I want to be when I fall asleep tonight when I get back into this bed? Oh, yeah, I love that. That that, that thank you. It really thank just. You. It, I I think it changes brainwave oh, yeah. states. I think it changes endorphin states, um, and even just saying it, even if you don't Absolutely. mean it just yet, <laughs> I think it makes a huge difference. Yes, it just like uh, like shocks you out of that. I could not agree more. Yeah, thing. Oh, neat. Yeah. So I have not actually got to listen to your TEDx talk yet. Um, from Ooh, there, is that on your it. website? Thank you. You will love it. Yeah. It is. It's up there on my blog. You can just go to the blog and you can search TEDx or you can go to YouTube and on the official TEDx YouTube channel, you can search how to love yourself to the core. So alternately, you can find it on my link in Instagram too. So you can find it there. So yeah, I'd love to share it because I do share, you know, I share a lot of my own experience in there too growing up uh, with my own mom. I share body image stuff. Um, but that thank you, and, you know, it comes back to the love fit mama way because that love piece is really about coming from the heart. And these days, you know, we're inundated with so many images in the media, social media, all the like, and it's, you know, looking outside ourselves to this way or that way. We should be this way, this next trainer, that next diet. I have to look like her. And when we start from that heart and we can get into that place of heart coherence, which I share in the book, a little bit of science behind that, um, but really getting into a wavelength where you are really living your life, reflecting the love that you have from your heart. Because at the end of the day, you love your children more than anything. You want to be present for them growing up. You know, I hear it too much. Where did that time go? Oh, my kids are in university. Oh, where did the time go? You know, I don't want to miss a thing. I know it's not just me. We have very few moments on this earth in this time. And I think taking advantage of that and being present for it, you know, there's nothing that can replace that. Absolutely. Wow. Well said. Well said. 
And if you're listening in, I'm interviewing Jen Oliver, the best-selling author of The Love Fit Mama Way, Transforming the Core of Motherhood. So there are so many moms out there that, uh, you know, may not even know that they have difficulty uh, after giving birth um, and that there's still parts of them that are, you know, seemingly, quote-unquote, broken, not working. So this isn't just a physical exercise program. Far from it. It really is the core, the foundation, uh, the inner uh, being, you know, that then creates our outer reality. And uh, Jen, um, so so Jen, I would like to just, I'm just going to tell everybody just the number to call in again, so in case they have any live questions for you. So we have some folks in the chat and on the call. Nobody's got their hand up yet, but I just want to make sure they know how to do that. So the number to call in, everyone, is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 if you have a question. It could be something personal to yourself, your experience, maybe get a little bit of expert coaching here. (laughs) Uh, Again, the number is 818-514-1190. And then just hit 1 so we know that your hand is up. Or you could put your question in the chat. So if you are, are you having, you know, any trouble um, with uh, how your body is feeling, either, quote, unquote, getting your body back or, you know, changes or not feeling good after having children, um, you know, please put your hand up so we can uh, help you out. And in the meantime, Jen, maybe you can share with us your website and then how to, you know, connect with you. Yes, I would love to connect with you. And my website is jenoliver.com, Jen with one N. And I'd love to connect over Facebook. Uh, Our Facebook page is, you can search Fit Mama, Love Fit Mama. And you can also find me at Love Jen Oliver on Instagram. And I love Insta stories, as you mentioned. I love sharing. I do a lot of traveling. I meet a lot of Fit Mamas. I check out a lot of studios. Try a lot of. I share a lot of the Fit Mama Foundations on my Fit Mama podcast. So I'd love, love, love to connect over mm-hmm. there too, where I'm interviewing incredible people and I'm just chatting myself on a lot of the podcasts. They're solo of me and it's the work into your workout. So as you said, it's not all about the exercise. It's about that inner size. And it's really about, you know, looking within and being open-minded, suspending judgment, staying curious and open to your journey. And I think we all realize when we start to seek that we have these answers within us that we don't seem to look for. We look outside ourselves. And I always talk about looking within, not looking without. And that scarcity that comes when we try and compare ourselves or we try and be everything to everyone, right? And Mm -hmm. really having a patience with yourself and realizing that you're just in a phase, right? You're in a phase where the babies are young or you're in a phase that you're working on different things or your focuses are here. And when you can just breathe and take it one moment at a time, it all really becomes such a much more incredible journey and much more enjoyable. So I love to share the journey on social media and on my website. um, And I would absolutely love to connect with you. So please reach out to anyone who is listening, because I would love to hear your journey and, uh, and just offer anything I can to serve you. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. So jenoliver.com, everyone, in case you're looking for, you know, the place where you can get all of the, all of the other stuff, uh, the connections that Jen talked about. And we do have a question here. Uh, on, let me just uh, unmute you, area code 208, so you can just tell us your first name and um, your question for Jen. Let me unmute you here. Hello. Hello. My name is Brandy. 
Um, and I had twins. Oh, I have an older son who's 16, a daughter who's 14, and then I have four-year-old boy-girl twins. <laughs> anyway, wow, well and I done. noticed, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then last year, I actually went in and had to have a partial hysterectomy. I still have my ovaries because I had the fibroids, and then I had um, posterior and anterior reconstruction. But, um, wow. you know, right after I had my twins, I was up and running around carrying both babies up and down the stairs cooking, and I had, you know, everything yeah. going on. So now I go through and I get, like, a sciatic every now and then. And it was, mm-hmm. I just barely picked up my four-year-old. And you know how sometimes they, like, throw themselves back a little bit? And yeah. it was in that moment. <laughs> then I'm, like, I'm uh. wrecked for two weeks. So now I've been, like, stretching uh. and then doing all kinds of stuff, but it is, it's like that certain time. And then it gives you like the shooters, you know, down your leg, mm-hmm. but in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, Oh, I got to work on my core. I've been trying to, you know, lose weight, get my body back to where it used to be. I was like 135 yeah. before I had kids and now I'm like 200. But I do see in right. my stomach where you're talking about, like my line is totally separated. Like I could stick my mm-hmm. hand in there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you likely have a diastasis still. And even four years postpartum, you know, you probably had one earlier too. How tall are you, Brandy? Um, five nine. Okay. So you're rather tall, which is great. Do you have a long torso? Very long. Yeah. Oh, good. So at least you had some space for those twins. So you could still have one, but that separation often leads to dysfunction or weakness. So things probably aren't working. Have you gone to see a pelvic floor physio before? Um, no, I haven't. Okay. Well, I can tell you where there's one in your area. So if you find me on social media, I can help you find one. Or you can even do a search. If you go to my website, look up Pelvic Floor Physio, and there's a place to search them there, depending on your city. So that's that's first line of defense. Another thing is, have you ever done Pilates, physio Pilates, or any Pilates on a reformer or with a private trainer? Never private. I've done like, you know, yoga Pilates on the video, like right. on TV. Okay. That's no. Yeah. Okay. So no, I would really recommend getting someone who is well-versed in the deep inner core. The pearl pull-ups exercise slash inner size I was mentioning is really a type of breathing that they do in Pilates while they move. It's a lot of core work. And if you're doing it incorrectly, you can actually have the opposite effect and make your belly stick out further and hurt your diastasis. So you want to have someone who is knowledgeable in this area. The pelvic floor physio is likely to be knowledgeable. And I like physio Pilates or a Pilates, you know, going for six sessions with a Pilates trainer. They can look at you and say, okay, you're not actually contracting your TVA. Your obliques are taking over, which is a bigger muscle group. So the weaker muscles underneath are not getting worked out. And therefore, you're compensating and you're just perpetuating the problem. So these are the types of things they can see, and you, the, that knowledge that you gain is power. You will know how to contract your glutes while you're walking, how to work out properly, if you're lifting things, how to bend. It's really invaluable. So those would be the two biggest things I would say is going to see a pelvic floor physio, doing some Pilates with a private trainer, and or doing it with someone who knows what they're doing. And, uh, and practicing the pearl pull-ups, which you can also find a download on my website, jenoliver.com. Well, I appreciate that. I've been doing Zumba, too, like you said, like the jumping oh, around. 
Yeah. <laughs> Zumba is a good time, but for the pelvic floor, especially after twins, you know, you're four years postpartum, but if you haven't done an actual rehab program that's a concentrated program for six to 12 weeks, I recommend, then I would say stop everything, even if you're lifting weights, running, whatever, do the 12 weeks of, of postpartum rehab. Even if you didn't have the four-year-old twins and you had a 16-year-old and had these symptoms, I would say stop what you're doing, do 12 weeks of core rehab, and then get back to, and you can, you will notice a difference. It's, it's basically like having the basement foundation of your house blown out. You know, there was a fire, there was a leak, right. there was bricks fell, the walls blew out, you know, and then we just started running a marathon <laughs> and building much. another floor on top of the roof, right? Oops. Let's yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, so it's okay at any point in time to take a step back, do that. Sometimes it's harder on our mental state because we go, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. I need to go out and bust it or sweat or this or that. Yes. But, you know, I can tell you when I hurt myself and even after four years of rehab and taking it slow and doing Pilates and breathing, I haven't put on 500 pounds. You know, I haven't changed all the rest of my life habits. I can still be active and be healthy and fit in my clothes. It's really about being more aware and mindful of how you feel and not using food, but choosing food and not using exercise as punishment, but choosing ones that really nurture you. And it, it's tough sometimes, but it, 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 it's possible, let's just say. It just takes some time and energy. Thank you so much. Thank you for your question, Brandy. Best of yeah, luck. Thank yeah. you, Brandy. Wow, yeah, and um, wow, twins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, Andy has twins. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. Just um, you know, uh, the 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 pearl breathing. Um, before when we were teaching people Kegels, it was all about the contraction. We yeah. never taught them to relax. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking about doctors. I'm not talking about right? physical therapists. Physical therapists that are specializing mm-hmm. this know this. But for me, you know, it was always about, oh, contract, contract, contract. So I was overly tight mm-hmm. uh, on that one mm-hmm. side, the mm-hmm. injured side. Mm-hmm. Um, and now just doing the breathing just while you and Brandy were talking, what's really neat mm-hmm. is that um, as I'm just focusing on the transversus abdominis, that left yep. side is actually stronger now. I don't really feel a major nice. difference between the two sides. And that is like magical. Nice. That's like what, two minutes? that's amazing and that's the thing to look for great you know that's the thing to look for is is it weaker if you notice imbalances because imbalances are huge and it's all about pelvic stability and our pelvis changes when we're pregnant imagine the belly growing you arch your back naturally to house that space and the baby tilts you forward so it's really a lot of postural misalignments and then between the computer between the phone between breastfeeding or feeding your baby and hunching over them it's a whole whack of things are out of balance. So when you can focus on balance and stability along with that breathing, it really realigns things in a way that feels good. And it feels better than sweating it out at the gym. When you're so tired, your nervous system is requiring you to take breaks and sleep more, not bust it out at the gym like your, you know, left side brain is trying to tell you to do. Mm, yeah, that's right. And also, too, I mean, it's a hard sell to tell people, hey, if you relax 
and breathe more, you'll actually lose weight a lot faster than if you're pushing yourself, you know, getting your cortisol up because you're so stressed, trying to push yourself and do CrossFit and do all these, you know, crazy things, uh, especially the longer the, you know, aerobic, so-called aerobic exercise is, uh, it's actually harder to lose weight. You know, some of the studies have shown. It's a shock how hard it is to actually convince someone of that. Now that you say that, you're right. And it's like, that's the easy way. I'm telling you to just relax a bit. Take another vacay, right? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait a second. I get to relax, not work out, and lose weight? Whoa, what a concept. (laughs) I know. It's so hard for people to grasp because we we have this mindset that things have to be hard, right? It has to be hard. I have to put that effort in. I have to be sweating, dripping buckets in my muscles all to be sore. Yes. And that's one of the things I talk about in the book is no pain, all gain. And if you're not in pain, you are winning and it's good. Yeah, that's neat. I think we're going to be uh, really looking forward to uh, your next book, Jen. <laughs> so do you have a, oh, do you have a date you. for release for that or, or are you just at the beginning? Stages no, and I'm not pushing myself to it. Speaking of no pain, no gain. Right, right. Um, I am not pushing the approach of push. I'm, just allowing. And right now this book is just absolutely blowing my mind with the impact it's having. So I'm just embracing the fact that I'm getting to be on opportunities like this radio show and I'm getting to connect with people globally that I'm really not Mm. pushing it, but it will be, I'll be dropping some tidbits along the way too. So just keep following along and, and uh, you'll get all that you need. Ooh, fantastic, fantastic. So just wanted to share, everyone, <laughs> uh, just you. to connect with Jen. Uh, the place to go is jenoliver.com, and there you'll see all the little icons that will connect you to, you know, the Instagram, the Facebook group, the Facebook page. Um, and then um, at, the, at the very top, you'll see the navigation uh, as well, so you can connect with uh, Jen on her podcast. Um, and Jen, do you have yeah. a, do you have like if somebody wants to work with you more closely, or maybe in a you know group coaching ses- session, or um, do you have a program that you can uh, share with us? I ha- great question. I have a couple things. One is if you go to jenoliver.com, right in the top, you can find the tab that is Talk to Jen. And in that, you click that, and you can either book in an appointment with me that we can just talk. You know, help, I need my help with my core. That's kind of one of the options. So if you know you're in the core needs some support, but you're not sure what to do or how to start, you can go there. We can have a quick convo. Um, also, I, I, I speak at events and conferences and retreats, so you can book me there. Another one is uh, my current clients go there. And then, yes, my podcast and all that is available there. So I do have an application to what uh, I've created is the Fit Mama Foundations. It's a nine-week course. It's a group coaching course. And I take applications of that on a rolling basis, and then we launch those three or four times a year. So those are really great, and that is group coaching. So I do one-on-one, I do group, and you can find it all at jenoliver.com. Oh, great, great. And I see that you have a uh, program tab as well. Is that one of the Yes, uh, you can find exactly. Yeah, those ones are some of the home programs you can do that I've created that are exercise in your home. So if you're needing uh, some videos to follow, I have my Fit Blitz program, which is a home fitness program with advanced core rehab. Um, So it's for those who are leaking. If you're having back pain and you haven't really focused on your core, this will help you. Um, And I also have a next level high intensity program, which is the Fit Hit. So if you are rehabbing, you're looking for that next level, 
It's a great workout program just to do from your home, whenever is convenient. You know, the kids are at school, you can just work out or late at night or whatever. It's really handy. And then I also have my ebook on there, which is the 21 days to love your body. So if you're looking for more of a mindset based place to start rather than physical, it's a 21 day guidebook, which has audios along with it. And each day I guide you to some different activities, inner sizes, if you will. And along with whatever you're able to do for exercise, it's really focused on the inner size and it just identifies some of those self-love areas that may be lacking uh, in your day-to-day lifestyle. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. Nice. Well, you have a lot of different offerings here, Jen. Amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So everything no, from, you know. need different support. Yes. Yeah. So you've got the home stuff. You've got the group stuff. You've got the one-on-ones. And then you've got all the free stuff, the, you know, the podcasts and, you know, the, the you know, the articles. And, and wow, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I know. To no that. reason I why you can't that. start connecting to your core. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's great. Thanks. Um, I think we, I think we're good on questions. I don't think there's anyone else with their hand up. So, uh, in the couple minutes left, Jen, if you have any, you know, last words, last, you know, um, coaching bits to share with our audience, that would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to just finish off by really. Uh, you know, harping on this idea in a loving way of the fact that really it's never too late and, you know, you're never too Mm. far gone. And we always worry that, you know, I grew up this way or I was never into athletics or my body was always this, or we put these blanket statements on ourselves that just disallows us that possibility of it being any different. And what I really am passionate about is just that, is knowing that each day we wake up and it can look different. And even if, you know, something wasn't quite the way we wanted yesterday, today it doesn't have to be dictated by that. It's actually a whole new day. And, you know, thanking for what you do have and what you don't have yet, but what you want to see more of in your life is really where it's at. So using words, you know, that are positive towards yourself instead of the old same, I'm not good enough, I'm not there yet, oh, I'm not a fit mama, but I really want to be, you know, when I, before I was a runner, I would say to myself, I'm a runner. You know, I didn't like running unless someone was chasing me or I was chasing a ball. I saw no point. But then I thought, I want to be a runner. I want to be a runner. Yeah, but there was always a gap. I want to be a runner meant I'm not yet a runner. And the minute I said, I am a runner and I just owned it, I could run. What was stopping me? I put on the shoes, I go. And you are what you believe yourself to be. And this is, yeah, this is what I said to myself, even since I was really young, I always used to say, I am what I believe myself to be. And if I can Mm -hmm. say I am a runner, or I am a fit mama, or I am an author, or I am a mom, whatever I am, and I want to be, I can claim that today. And it doesn't matter what came yesterday or before that. Wow. Okay, I'm going to quote you and uh, on a little meme. Is that okay? Thank you. Absolutely. Love that. Thanks, Jessica. That's great. Oh, my gosh. So, Jen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Uh, Thank you. Wonderful time to spend with you. Oh, my pleasure. Oh, my pleasure. This is so awesome. And we look forward to, Mm -hmm. you know, just seeing how things grow with you and your business and you're impacting all these different people from all different parts of the world, which is. So and so inspiring. I uh, definitely aspire to to that as well. 
Um, oh, thank you. Well, it's listeners. filled with joy. I do love it. Yes, thank you. Oh, so please yeah, reach out tell. anytime, and thank you. Yes. yes All right. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, I love it. Until next time. Have a great one. Take care. Bye, Bye for now.